Good morning. I'm Emily Reese. I'm talking with state climatologist Luigi Romolo. Hi, Luigi. Hi, Emily. How's it going? Great, great. How are you? Good, thank you. And we're going to be a little cool, but then the heat comes back, huh? Yeah, correct. So over the next couple of days, we're going to enjoy some uh, less oppressive heat and humidity, uh, some more enjoyable weather, and then um, come weekend, uh, more more precipitation, uh, but the humidity and the heat comes back. We're back in the 90s. And incidentally, we've now hit 11 days uh, here in the metro where the maximum temperature is at 90, was at 90 or greater. And we normally average about 10 and a half. So we've already beaten that with about uh, 60 or so days left of summer. So we uh, were well on pace to beat that. Yeah, I feel like I've already had the air conditioning on more this year than I did all of last summer. And I'm not one to usually, I try to keep it off as long as possible. So it's been really warm. Yeah, I've noticed uh, the change in my utility bill, actually, from last year. Uh, they do act, I pay it, as a climatologist, I pay attention to that sort of thing, because on the bill, it shows you what, you know, what it was compared to last year. And so it really shows you um, what a warm summer we're having. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you said uh, this weekend there's there were some nice clouds. So talk to us about uh, what you saw in the sky over the weekend and, and what you learned from it. Yeah, so um, uh, I think we've talked a lot about clouds in the past and how beautiful I think they are. And um, But, you know, the clouds often tell us a lot about what's going on in, in, in the weather. So if you see uh, cirrus clouds, and those are those wispy clouds um, that uh, – appear in the sky almost feathery and really high up. Yeah. Uh, they're mostly made up of ice crystals, and that's why they look like that. Huh. But they're usually a sign of uh, a frontal system coming in. And so uh, the reason for that is um, you have uh, either warm air or cold air pushing against, so either warm air pushing against cold air as it's moving through or the opposite. And um, as that... Uh, Cold air and warm air are colliding. The warm air rises above the cold air and, and produces these, uh, first it produces the, the, the cirrus clouds. And then depending on whether it's a cold front or a warm front, we'll tell you what other clouds are to follow. But it's usually a sign that, um, the weather is about to change. And one way that we could really, um, go outside and, and see if, uh, uh, weather is uh, going to get interesting is this idea of understanding veering and backing winds. And so I'll just explain what those mean. A veering wind is a wind that turns clockwise with height. So if you have a southwest, sorry, a southeast wind, say at the surface, um, and then a west wind um, about 3,000 um meters above the surface, then that would be a veering wind. And that just means that the wind turns in the same direction, um, and it's associated with warm air advection. So uh, when that's happening, you're bringing warm air in, <clears throat> and the magnitude of that advection is a function of both, you know, the wind speed and the, the what we call the thermal gradients. Uh, how the temperature is changing 
at the surface over distance. And this is usually uh, resulting in weak winds, and uh, they often veer ahead of a cold front. So if you see veering winds, then it's usually a good sign that you're in the warm sector of what we call a mid-latitude cyclone. So if you imagine a low-pressure system. Yeah. Um, the And if you've ever seen them on the map, the cold front is usually um, to the uh, bottom and left of the L, and then the warm front is usually to the bottom and um, off to the right. And the cold front chases the warm front, has that low kind of spins around and moves from west to east. And if you're in between those two fronts, that's what we call the warm sector. Okay. And and so if winds are veering, then you're probably in the warm sector of a mid-latitude cyclone. Now, a backing wind turns counterclockwise with heights. So if you had a, a surface wind um, that was, say, coming in from the north, and then a west wind at about 3,000 meters, and that wind is backing, and that's associated with cold air advection. So that's going to bring cold air into your location, and the winds uh, typically back behind the cold fronts. So when you're in the backing winds, um, they're usually behind the cold front, and a way to um, um, really determine all of that um, is to just basically stand outside, uh, get get yourself oriented, um, and uh, just by telling if the winds are veering or backing, you can really tell a lot about what's going to happen. And so how you can look in the sky and see that. You don't have to go online to learn it. You can just, well. Yeah, yeah. exactly, because we have low clouds like uh, the pup. So for the for the so what I would do is I would go outside, orient yourself, orient yourself according to the compass directions, and mm-hmm. there's compass apps you can get on your phone. Point yourself towards the north, and then look up at the sky and look at the lower clouds, the puffy cumulus clouds, mm-hmm. and what direction are they going? And then then look at um, whatever clouds are higher than that, the cirrus clouds or if there's alto cumulus clouds or alto stratus clouds, um, then then try to figure out um, how those higher clouds are moving relative to the lower clouds. If there's a clockwise change in the direction, then the winds are veering. If they're counterclockwise, the winds are backing. And then you would know if you've got a warm front or if you're in a cold front or, or what's Correct. coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, warm air advection or cold air advection, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, veering and backing winds as a way to tell what's coming in the weather. Thank you so much, state climatologist Luigi Romolo. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great.